0: Now, there is an epidemic in Europe, and no, it's not that one. A new strain of bird flu is so virulent that in the UK, for example, they've ordered that all kept birds have to remain indoors or in covered cages. So why aren't we hearing more about that here? Uh, we're joined by Niall Hatch, Head of Communications and Development at Birdwatch Ireland. Good afternoon, Niall. Good afternoon. How are you? Not too bad. Now, the uh, uh, it, has this been spotted in Ireland? Very
1: much so, I'm afraid, yes. We have a big problem with bird flu in Ireland and have had for the last last several months, actually we've been seeing particularly big impact on many seabirds around the Irish coast. There have been reports of possibly thousands of dead birds coming into us over the last few months sort of started towards the end of the summer and picked up through the through the through the autumn um, particularly in relation to a type of seabird called a gannet which is our largest breeding seabird a very large white bird with a yellow head and a wingspan of about six feet. So a very big obvious bird to see. Um, so we're not sure how many other species have been or how many individuals have been affected because people are perhaps disproportionately seeing gannets but certainly it seems to be a big issue here.
0: Yeah and so uh, and as you- You said that's a coastal bird. So are are they? Is the disease itself moving inland? Well, it, what seems to have
1: happened was over the course of the summer, there's been a, a new strain of this disease has, has has reared its head. New strains develop all the time. And what happened was it, uh, it spread into seabird colonies in Britain and in Scandinavia and places like that, also in parts of Canada. And um, seabird colonies, of course, there's hundreds, even thousands of birds all congregating together. So it's a perfect environment for these viruses to spread rapidly between the birds and spread from there. And so that's probably why it's taken hold in seabirds first. But we do know that many, many different types of bird can be affected. Effect- 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 affected by it, it just so happens that's where it started. But our big concern at the moment is that with the autumn migration season underway now, birds coming to Ireland for the winter, huge numbers of geese, swans, ducks, wading birds, birds like that, that they could be affected too because they're also in similarly large concentrations. Uh, and then therefore there's obviously a risk in terms of the poultry to, here as well. If that's, if, if you know, it isn't proper biosecurity, that disease can get into poultry flocks too, which is what I think that the steps in England are to try and, and minimise.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, why haven't they taken uh, any similar steps in this country? You'd
1: have to ask the Department of Agriculture that. Um, so we, we in British Ireland, obviously our remit is, is wild birds and wild bird conservation. Um, certainly we haven't been terribly happy with the uh, the state response though in relation to this. So the Department of Agriculture has been leading on, on the bird flu plans in Ireland and asking people to report um, injured and sick and, and dying and dead birds into them. Um, but, but the fact is that the very fact that so few people seem to have heard of this in Ireland just shows that that job hasn't been going very well. Mm. And the fact is, in in Burritch Island, we've received hundreds of phone calls about it and emails and social media posts. Um, So it's kind of baffling that there isn't more focus on what's happening with wild birds because what's happening is people are reporting um, these incidences to the Department of Agriculture and then they're expecting something to happen but the department has apparently just been logging these. It did a bit of testing a few months back to determine that the disease was present in Ireland Uh, and then it seems as far as they're concerned, that's job done. Uh, And when it comes to to, to agriculture and to to domestic poultry, obviously that's their remit and that's what's very important and we fully accept that. But we'd like to know more about What's happening with, in terms of wild birds, particularly what the role of the National Parks and Wildlife Service is in this, and also the apparent disconnect. Um, between local authorities and the Department of Agriculture, because a lot of people have been contacting us, complaining, saying that they contact the department, but they haven't come out to help the birds, they haven't come out to remove the carcasses. The department has been saying that's not their job, they've just been logging it but not taking any action, Uh, and uh, saying it's a matter for local authorities to to dispose of the dead birds. Um, Some local authorities have been doing this, others have said, no, that's the job for the department, and in the meantime, um, these carcasses containing the infection are just being left lying around for scavengers to drag off and to contaminate other birds, and we have cases where it's jumped across to otters, even a porpoise in one case. And there's also a risk to human health there as well. Now I'm not competent to talk about, uh, to talk about human health and, and, mm. and viruses and so on. But the fact is after what we've all been through over the last three years, we're all very mindful of the, the risks of disease pandemics. And there is a, a, a low risk, a risk nonetheless, that this disease can pass from from, from birds and indeed from perhaps even domestic pets into humans. And so I'm surprised there hasn't been more urgency about this.
0: Yeah, So and so just be clear on that point now, that if, if if a bird say dies uh, from this particular strain of bird flu and and its carcass is is lying on 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 a pavement or in a field the the virus may well still be active within it though it's still very much so.
1: Yeah, very much so. And we, we, we've heard that the virus can actually remain active, um, um, not just in the carcass, but even in, in, in standing pools of fresh water for up to two hundred days. Oh. Um, so it's, it's a particularly robust virus, it seems.
0: Right. Okay. So, and 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 is it known what kind of creatures it can tr- transmit it to? For instance, I, there's a text here from a listener wondering: Is it dangerous for dogs to sniff dead birds in the beach?
1: Uh, yes, it seems it is. And, and the, device, the, the advice certainly from the Department of Agriculture is to keep pets and, and children away from these these, these birds. Um, that's the advice we give to everybody. Please leave them alone if you do find them. It can be heartbreaking if you find a sick bird. You have to just leave it there. Because it goes against a lot of people's natural instincts you know, who want to help it. But in this case, that is the safest thing to do. Now, one of the things that's been happening is we've had people Calling us, um, looking for advice and asking, you know, we, for example, some some examples we've heard in the real world, people were swimming in a bay and realised there were dead birds all around them in the water. Mm -hmm. Someone, their dog, had picked up a um, a a dead seabird, carrying it in its mouth. Someone else, their child, had gone over and poked one with a stick, and they were asking us, "Is this safe? Is there a risk there?" Now what we're saying is we're, we're not human health experts but it's not our remit so we've we'll asked people to report them to the Department of Agriculture as they're being asked so people have been going to them with these safety queries and the response they've been getting from the Department sort of by rote is that poultry is perfectly safe to eat if it's thoroughly cooked that's, that's you know it's, it's really not really not appropriate um, so I, I, think that, I think that more urgency is needed on this and in the meantime we're very concerned about the large numbers of birds migrating into Ireland at the moment that could be heading to their doom because Ireland is home to internationally important numbers of lots of wintering water for birds particularly uh, and you know, we really punch up our weight when it comes to our importance for these types of birds and their populations could be absolutely devastated and meanwhile it seems to be a lack of joined up response we've been calling for uh, for a task force to be set up for for many months now involving key stakeholders such as the department of agriculture the national parks and wildlife service local authorities but also crucially the ngos like birdwatch ireland uh, who have the expertise who have the people on the ground and who are people who tend to get the phone calls from the public
0: yeah yeah because i see that that this was last Wednesday. Uh, the department confirmed uh, that a, a swan in County Cavan uh, had it. So uh, it's it's obviously uh, moving uh, inland. Uh, somebody wants to know where do I report these birds? Is there a link on the department's website? Uh,
1: there is uh, but the easiest way to find the link though if you go to uh, if you go to our, our own Bird Return website birdreturn.ie you'll see on our homepage there we have sort of a pink box with, with up to date bird flu information if you click on that link it gives the all the details for reporting it to the department including a hotline phone number uh, and also the, the, the online web portal that people can use it's, it's called Avian Check you can find it through Google as
0: well okay Avian Check and Niall thanks a million for speaking with us today that was Niall Hatch there Head of Communications and Development at Birdwatch Ireland